0: يا سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين رب لي صدري لي أمري من لساني قولي. Respected elders, dear brothers and sisters, my young friends. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The Lord of the universe, our creator, our sustainer, our designer, our nourisher, our protector And we begin by sending peace and salutations upon his beloved messenger Muhammad the son of Abdullah Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi sallam I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are all well by his mercy and his grace I hope that school is going well for my young friends And that my uh, brothers and sisters and my elders Are all safe and healthy by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala My brothers and sisters As we know Autumn is here, fall is here and as I was coming here I was noticing how beautiful the leaves were looking And subhanAllah You know we see this beauty right before the end of the season for the trees and the leaves. So they are beautiful today, more so than they were in the summer, but soon we know that their end is coming. And similarly for us as human beings as well, we know that our end has to come one day. And today I will be talking about a topic which is related to this, which is important, also which is somewhat disturbing. But nonetheless, it is important that we talk about this topic because Due to its nature, it is often not talked about and not discussed, at least in our communities. Now, we know that there's a lot of concern, first of all, regarding COVID-19 and the rising death toll. There have been over 9,000 deaths in Canada attributed to this virus, including a number of our brothers and sisters in this country and in many other parts of the world as well. We ask Almighty Allah to treat them, to welcome them as martyrs, and to grant them the best place in Jannah. Ameen, ya Rabbil what we are talking about today, my brothers and sisters, is not COVID-19, but the ninth leading cause of death in Canada. And we know that most things that have to do with us are actually not in our control. You know, As human beings, we like to believe that we have control, that we have a lot of control, and that we want to continue to increase our control over matters, over things. But the reality is that most things that have to do with us or that impact us, we actually don't have them in our control. And that includes when and where we were born, right? Did anyone ask you where you wanted to be born or when you wanted to be born or who you you wanted your parents to be? Of course not. And among those things that we do not control are also where and how we are going to die. This is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided for us, but it is only in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And this is something that he has not shared with his creation, with his servants. Now sadly and unfortunately, there are numerous instances where people, for one reason or another, decide that they no longer want to live. Or they feel that they cannot continue with life. And as a result, they try to cause their own death instead of leaving it up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has decided and who has ultimate control over this. Sometimes a person tries to attempt to take their life, and the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala agrees with that choice or matches, and that person dies. But in many instances, a person tries to take their own life, but it does not match with the decision or decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which supersedes that person's choice, or you know, overcomes that person's choice, and that person does not end up dying. And this happens almost every single day. Now sadly, Muslims are not immune from such thoughts and actions. Many times we like to think that you know, these are uh, problems that face you know, certain societies and that as Muslims who are believers in Islam and the beautiful teachings of Allah and His Messenger sallallahu wasallam, that that you know, we are immune from these types of things and we don't have to deal with them and they're not of concern to us. But my brothers and sisters, there was a survey that was con- uh, conducted in 2018. This was done by Nasihah which is a mental health organization for Muslim youth and out of 162 youth surveyed 62% said that they had suicidal thoughts and 19% had actually attempted to take their own lives we're talking about Muslim youth here here in Canada, in North America and these numbers were higher for females than males 70% of females having having suicidal thoughts compared to 40% of males 22% of females actually attempting to take their own lives, attempting suicide, compared to 12% of males So what we saw was that these types of thoughts existed in both young uh, males and females But the numbers were higher for females And also 87% of those who had engaged in self-harm according to the survey, meaning who had hurt themselves somehow Rated religion as imp- as important to very important. So it was not that these were young people who did not care about their religion or who were you know completely distant from their religion, but rather they felt that their religion was important to them or very important, yet they had still engaged in these types of, uh, they still had these types of thoughts and they did still engage in these types of behaviors. Now, overall in Canada, the number is actually quite shocking. Males account for over 70% of suicides from age 15 onward. And the highest suicide rate across lifespan, according to Statistics Canada, observed is observed amongst males 45 to 59 years old. But subhanallah, the, the numbers are huge in terms of, you know, it being the leading cause of death uh, for uh, for young people, uh, for young males, you know, uh, all the way through to, uh, or you know, one of the leading causes of death, all the way uh, up to like you know age uh, 45. So or even higher than that so i mean it's uh, it's something that is a widespread phenomenon unfortunately you know 10 to 11 people a day in canada uh, who die due to suicide Um, women are actually more likely to try to take their own lives perhaps even three to four times more likely but men are more likely to die from it Um, so the point there is that both have those types of thoughts women probably have more they have more attempts but for some reason, and, there, and the researchers have talked about why this may be the case, but men are more likely to actually uh, die from it. So when we see the numbers that say that you know it's very high for men, it doesn't necessarily you know it doesn't mean that women are not thinking about it or are not attempting it. It's just that men are more successful, um, unfortunately, in in committing this act. Now September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and it is important for us to discuss this topic openly. So we know that you know, it is a serious issue that impacts both males and females, uh, although men are more successful in carrying it through and therefore are ultimately uh, impacted uh, in, in a greater way. My brothers and sisters, this is an issue that has been addressed in the Qur'an and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah azza wa says in the Qur'an, وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِكُمْ رَحِيمًا Allah SWT says, and do not kill and is translated, understood in both ways. That do not kill each other, I mean collectively don't kill each other, but also don't kill yourselves. Allah subhanahu wa Taala says, Surely Allah is ever merciful to you. And um, the Prophet has also told us uh, in their numerous hadith. So for example, Man bi shay'in fi الدنيا, bihi That whoever kills himself with something in this world will be punished with it on the day of judgment. And Jindub bin Abdullah عنه, said that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said that, جرح, that a man among those who came before you was wounded. He panicked. And what did he do? He took a knife and he cut his hand. And the bleeding did not stop until he died Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said My slave hastened his death I have forbidden paradise unto him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us Now the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Refrained from offering the janazah prayer right, The funeral prayer And that's a big thing because you know When the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is around the first Everyone would want him to be uh, to have his dua, to have him uh, lead the prayer, to participate in their funeral prayer and their final rites. But the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi refrained from offering the funeral prayer for the one who had committed suicide. But it was permitted for others to offer it. So it's not like the, the janazah prayer was not offered, but the Prophet Sallallahu refrained from leading and participating in the janazah. Now, it is important here to note that there are you know, certain men- mental illnesses that can lead to such thoughts. Such as major or clinical depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar disorder, and of course, you know, a certain type of medications as well, antidepressants that can initially, uh, you know, or sometimes cause, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts uh, or you know, cause that has a side effect. Um, some medical conditions can also be linked to depression and suicidal thinking, such as chronic disease or chronic pain, terminal illness. This is what the doctors and the research tell us. Now, if a person, you know, commits it. And they were mentally ill, or they were truly in severe difficulty. Then they would have still committed a sin, but we hope for Allah's mercy and forgiveness for them. We make the du'a that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala deals with them with compassion and mercy and forgiveness due to the circumstances they were in. And at the end of the day, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is most just. Allah Azza wa Jalla never uh, wrongs uh, or uh, or commits oppression against any of His servants. Now, while it is a major sin it is not suicide is not an act of disbelief so if a person who due to their circumstances or, or their, their wrong choices or whatever the case may be ends up you know committing suicide it does not mean that they have committed an act of kufr or that they have left the fold of Islam this is an incorrect belief uh, that seems to be around now suicidal thoughts have many causes you know most often uh, they are the result of feeling like you can't cope When you're faced with what seems to be an overwhelming life situation you know a multitude of problems or a a challenge a struggle which is so great and in a person it feels like they, they cannot cope with it they just don't know how to how to deal with it or how to process it and they may be feeling that there's no hope or there is no way out or perhaps they're feeling worthless perhaps something has happened and they are feeling you know so so down and so worthless or they're feeling that they're not good enough uh, perhaps feeling lonely or maybe fearing consequences or embarrassment. So there could be a multitude of reasons or thoughts that can sort of lead a person uh, in that direction. And ultimately, you know what it is, that if, you, you know, you, if a person doesn't have hope for the future, they may be inclined to give up. And you know, they may mistakenly think that taking their own lives, that committing suicide is a solution, right? Because there's no hope. And there's no way out, and, and and they can't take it anymore, and they're giving up, and they want to get out of that situation. So death is seen as a solution, and of course, which is it is not. Um, you know, a person may experience a sort of tunnel vision, where in the middle of a crisis, like it's like a person who's in the right in the middle of a storm, um, and uh, you know, they believe that taking their own life is the only way out. And the reality is, is that there's always something. That can be done. As Sayyidina salam told his sons, La And do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah. No matter how you know sad or depressing or difficult a situation may be, we should always have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is what we learn. Uh, and we have you know a multitude of stories of inspiration uh, where people turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the depths of hardship and difficulty and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came now doctors say that there may also be a genetic link to suicide so people who, uh, who complete suicide or who have suicidal thoughts or behaviors are according to doctors likely to have a family history of such behavior as well so that is also a possibility now whatever the cause it is important to always remember always to remind ourselves that you know ending life is never the solution to a problem it is never the solution to a problem In fact, it might actually end up being the beginning of much greater problems. So a person is facing challenges and it's not to say that their challenges are not great. It's not to diminish the severity of their struggles or challenges. But a person may be thinking thinking that, you know, if they uh, they can escape their, you know, their problems, their situation through death. But in reality, by causing their own death. But in reality, that may just be the beginning of even greater problems and perhaps. You know, this is one of the reasons why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made it haram, right, to protect us from the consequences of suicide in the afterlife, right? So, by by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala making it haram and the Prophet Salallahu Alaihi Wasallam giving these severe warnings, it's really to be a deterrent to us that you know don't contemplate this, don't go down this road, because if you do, then you actually won't be getting out of your out of your problems, but you will be creating greater problems for yourself in the afterlife. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows best. But nonetheless, if a person has such thoughts, it does not make them a bad person If a person has such thoughts It doesn't make them a bad person It just means that they really need help A person struggles with such thoughts It doesn't mean that they are a bad Muslim or a bad person right? A person may be, someone may be a person of faith Who is faced with such great struggles and emotional pain And trauma That it overwhelms everything that they have learned from their faith And that they believe in right it's possible that in the in the thick of crisis right they are suddenly overwhelmed in such a great way that you know everything that they know and they believe in they'll say it too at that point in that pain and that, in in that moment of difficulty you know everything else uh, may just become covered right by that by by the the stress and, and the, the, the 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 severity of that that challenge and that struggle and of course it will be even harder for those who have no faith right people who have no faith and no no you know, structure to deal with problems and challenges spiritually and mentally. Um, it can even be harder for them, right? So ideally, it shouldn't happen, but it can happen, right? It can happen really to anyone. Now, a person can feel overloaded to the point of wanting to quit life when problems start piling one, you know, piling up one after the other. Okay, so um, you know, you become overloaded and just want to quit. And you know, a lot of times that's what we do in life, right? I mean. You know a person you know they're not able to cope with their studies it's just too much burden okay they quit school shouldn't do that but i'm saying you know that's what happens you don't like your job too many problems okay people end up quitting uh you know something's not working out we quit playing a game you know you don't want to continue you know you're doing really bad you quit restart but you can't you know that's not a, a, an approach that we can apply to life right but sometimes that is the thought process when a person is feeling overloaded you want to quit life when there are too many problems that are uh, that are piling up. Now, there is a concern, I have to say, amongst mental health professionals that this situation that we're living in right now, this pandemic, may actually lead to an increase in suicide as well. Because, you know, there are many people who are sadly and fortunately losing work, losing their businesses, especially, right? Uh, losing their homes as a result, losing their investments and the, the things that they have built up over time. Um, and this is on top of other, you know, everyday problems or other problems that people face every day, you know, that have to do with debt or, you know, family problems, broken relationships, divorces, you know, lack of access uh, to children, especially for fathers, this can be a big one, you know, um, abuse, addictions, you know, just to name a few. So the situation that we find ourselves in right now is on top of all the existing, you know, problems and struggles and challenges that have already been there. Um, so that's why there is great concern, especially at this time amongst um, medical experts. Now, it can also be, let's face it, it can also be whispers from shaitan. Because, of course, shaitan loves to inspire us to do that which displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? What does shaitan love to do? Shaytan loves to inspire us to do things which are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? That's his mission. Right? That's what he's adopted as his mission. So he's always going to be trying to get us to do things. Which Allah has forbidden, which are bad for us, which are harmful for us, which are displeasing to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? So many times they could this this could be a major factor uh, as well. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala protect us and our loved ones, our community members, all people from all forms of evils and trials. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala grant us all relief and strength. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. Now, hopelessness and despair, right? So when a person feels hopeless. And desperation, they're they they are are uh, feeling hopeless and, and, and desperate. They're in despair. It can lead to thoughts of giving up. But the reality is that this dunya is a place of tests and trials. Each person is tested in their own way. And on the day of judgment, each person will be judged in proportion to what they were faced with in this world. Each person will be judged with, will be dealt with, in a manner that is in proportion to what they face in this world. So those who are blessed in this world. And who hardly faced hardships. right? And there are people like that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them. right? Regardless of who they are, Muslims or not, it doesn't matter. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them. And uh, they hardly face any hardships. right? Then they will likely be judged more harshly. And those who have lived with hardships and struggles. Will likely be shown ease or dealt with with ease by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the judge and Allah knows best but we get an indication because the prophet sallallahu told us that you shall gather on the day of judgment and it will be asked where are the poor and the destitute of this nation where are the poor and the destitute of this nation and they shall stand up and they will be asked what did you do in this worldly in the worldly life and they shall reply ya rab our lord you tested us yeah, and we bore it patiently. Our Lord, you tested us, and we bore it patiently when others were given wealth and power. What was happening to others? They were given wealth and power, but we bore your uh, uh, test patiently, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say that you have spoken the truth, so they shall enter Jannah, enter paradise before the others. And those who were endowed with wealth and power will receive a severe reckoning. What's the word? Those who were endowed with Blessed with wealth and power will receive a severe reckoning So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with people What we learn, the indication is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with people According to how, what they were given in this life And the circumstances that they face during their lives So my brothers and sisters, giving up is not a real option And in fact, as someone beautifully said uh, Recently in a session that I was uh, in That it is a permanent solution to a temporary problem What is Suicide it is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. It's not really a, any, it's not exactly a solution, but it's, it's a it's a permanent act to deal with a temporary problem. And every problem is temporary, either in this world, so either a problem will go away in this world, and even if it is permanent in this world, it is not permanent in the hereafter. A person who is living with a struggle in this world, that struggle will not continue, will not transfer into the hereafter. right? The problems and the trials of this world are, this world and now i know this is easier said than done but the reality is that allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given us each strength to bear with whatever he tests us with right when we go through a struggle and a challenge and we feel like you know we, we can't deal with it we can't cope with it know that you have the strength and you can find that strength right it is inside of you it is there but perhaps it's a matter of you know talking to someone who can help you harness that strength somebody who can Help you think differently or approach your challenges in in, in a, perhaps a different way. Who can help you uh, cope with that situation? And and about you know, digging deep inside of us ourselves and finding that strength. Now, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has also created us for a reason and a purpose. Every single one of us has a purpose. Allah does not create anything without purpose in vain. So every single one of us has a purpose, a noble purpose, a noble reason for which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has created us, and it is for us to try to find that purpose and to live that purpose and when we are faced with problems you know remind yourselves that this too shall pass as was famously said and as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us inna ma'al usri yusra right that with indeed with hardship comes ease right and you may not be able to see it now or you may not be able to see how but believe that it will pass and there will be ease inshallah so always you know there's always reason to have hope uh, and not to give up now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not demand perfection from us sometimes we are in this mistaken uh, belief that we are required to be perfect and if we are not perfect in anything that we do then that means that there is something wrong with us and that we have to uh, that you know that we are failures and that you know we, we are not good for anything right that's not the case because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not even demand perfection from us because allah has created us and he knows that he has created us as imperfect beings in terms of our actions allah has created us perfectly designed us perfectly but we in our actions, are imperfect beings. So our job is, you know, try your reasonable best, sincerely, and keep seeking his assistance and mercy and forgiveness. And inshallah, the help will come when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides. Right? But feeling down and feeling that I'm not good for anything, even in deen, sometimes it happens in religion. A person feels that there's all this required and I'm not able to do it, I'm good for nothing. And it starts, you know, going down. Right? But Allah subhanahu wa does not expect perfection. Right? He expects you to try your best, your reasonable best, and turn to him in humility, with sincerity, seeking his mercy and forgiveness. But it is possible, my brothers and sisters, that a person still feels like there is no way out, that still has a calamity that is so huge that they're they're just not able to process it. And they feel like you know they they, they want to leave this diniya, they want to leave this world because they can no longer handle it. So the Prophet has addressed that. Because he said, that none of you should wish for death due to a calamity that has afflicted him. That yet, if he must do something, okay, so first of all, you should not wish for death because of circumstances that you're facing. However, if you feel like you must do something and there's nothing that you can do and you feel like there's no way out, you need to do something about it. Let him say, Allahumma oh, أحيني ما Hayatu الحياة لي make this dua that oh Allah keep me alive for as long as life so long as life is good for me وَتَوَفَّنِي إِذَا كَانَتِ لِي and cause me to die if death is better for me okay so perhaps a person thinks that it is better for them to die but maybe it's not maybe it will you know uh, be a source of uh, more hardships and perhaps you know if they were continuing to, to live uh, Allah subhanahu wa taala will bless them in some way, or they will do an act for which, you know, that that will be good for them uh, in in the long run. So, you know, never assume what is good for you. ask Allah subhanahu wa taala, Allahumma ma al wa idha al-wafatu Also important to reconsider how it is. Also important to reconsider how we treat others. So right now we've been talking about people who are struggling, you know, who are struggling with such thoughts, struggling with problems and challenges. It's also important to reconsider how we treat others, you know, because sometimes we get into disputes, we get into arguments, we get into situations. Uh, pushing a person to the point of emotional overload can be very dangerous. Right? You know, it can be difficult, but when you are having a dispute, a struggle, a challenge, whether it's family, you know, spouse, child, youth, whoever it is, Parents, try to be balanced in criticism and disagreement, right? And especially, especially important for spouses and parents. Don't put so much pressure on a spouse or a child that they give up permanently, that they feel like there is no hope and they just decide to give up. And if you feel such thoughts or you know someone who is contemplating such actions such as ending their lives, then you need to get help and know that help is available. Right, there are people you can talk to, and it's not shameful to seek help. You know, one of the theories why rates are so high, suicide rates are so high for men, is because of the theory is toxic masculinity, which prevents or you know looks at seeking help as being shameful. Right, so men generally, you know, it is seen do not want to seek help, right, because they see that it as being something shameful. And the reality is that it's not shameful to seek help. It's not shameful to go to someone that you trust. Or that you can trust, and tell them that you know you are having a struggle, and you really don't know how to deal with the situation. And sometimes even talking, talking it out instead of bottling up inside, just talking to someone can actually help a person feel better and think clearly. Now, it is not always possible to fully resolve another person's challenges or problems. Right? Sometimes you will be faced with your friends, family members, and they're facing such challenges and struggles that you're not able to resolve it. You don't you yourself can't even find you know a way out. But perhaps you know, we can give that person some time perhaps we can give them some words of encouragement you know perhaps we can share some uh, you know show some care and kindness uh, to that person and of course give them dua and even a smile right like all of these things can help you know they seem like they're small but they can help bring light to a person who is struggling and give them hope and help them get through just one more day right i've heard this firsthand from people Right. So don't underestimate the, the the impact of positivity, the impact of goodness and kindness, because you may actually be helping, you know, a, a person, uh, uh, you know, not to go to to that extent where they end up taking their own lives or doing something drastic. As the Prophet ﷺ said, "لا من right? That do not belittle any good deed, even your meeting your brother with a cheerful face. Right? Simple things can can make a difference. In a person's life. You may think it's not a big, a big deal. But you know. Somebody is feeling really depressed. Feeling really down. They're having suicidal thoughts. And then you know. They go somewhere. And someone opens the door for them. And says good morning. That's it. You know. You come here. Somebody says salam. And just ask them how are they doing. And spend a moment with them. gives them a smile. Says it is. You know. It's nice to see you. Oh I've been missing you. You know. Little things can actually help a person. You know. Can c- completely change their outlook. Maybe not permanently. But at least temporarily for that day. And help them through their struggle now if someone you know is talking about take, taking their own life and they have the means and they have a plan to do so because it's not just talk that like you know they have the means they've planned it out um and they're you're they're, they're like you know in in uh, they're you know very much ahead in terms of uh planning they have it planned out then it's time to get them professional help right either you know take them to the hospital call the suicide hotline you know call the ambulance you do something if you feel like someone is really at the cusp of, of committing that act, then it, it's, it's really, really important then to get them help. Um, and generally, when dealing with someone you know, who is in this situation, tell them that you care about them. You know, don't be judgmental and don't try to scare them. You know, a lot of times we try to help, but we do the opposite. Like, oh, why are you feeling like this? Oh, you have so much to be very grateful for. Uh, you know, you, you shouldn't be thinking this way. And actually, you know, you're trying to make them feel better, but in, in effect, you actually make them feel worse. Okay, so don't be judgmental. Don't try to scare them um, and make them feel bad. But instead, try to be supportive. You know, tell them that you, others, their family members, you know, need them to be around. Uh, continue to make du'a for them and tell them that. Right? Tell them I'm making du'a for you, uh, and keep checking in with them as much as possible. Ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to grant ease and relief uh, to everyone who is struggling with any types of challenges. Let us make du'a. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahirobbilalamin. Allahumma malak alhamdu kullo wa shukru وإليه يرجع الأمر كله على نيته وسره اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا تفلنا وترحمنا من الخاسرين oh Allah we thank you and we praise you for all of your blessings Ya O Allah, we thank you for the ease and the comfort that you have blessed us with, Ya Rahman Rahimeen. O Allah, please grant relief to all of those who are experiencing distress, anxiety, grief, and depression, and any other type of suffering. O Allah, please grant them relief and grant replace their, their their feelings with happiness and, ease and peace, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, please remove the trials and hardships from the lives of all of our brothers and sisters, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, whether they are in our families, our friends, O Allah, our social circle, our community, Uh, or anywhere around the world, O Allah, please remove all of the trials and hardships, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, please grant them strength to succeed, O Allah, please grant them and all of us strength to succeed through all the trials that have been decided uh, for us and for them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, please protect our children, O Allah, please protect our youth from all types of evils and harms, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, especially during this pandemic, please protect our children, our youth, our teachers, all of those who work in schools, all of those who are working in hospitals, frontline workers, and all of us from all types of harms and hardships, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O oh Allah, please envelop us in your unseen protection, Ya Rahman O oh Allah, please cure all of those who are ill, who are facing hardships and struggles with regards to their health. O oh Allah, our elder sister who is in pain and weakness. O oh Allah, our brother and sister who are living with long-term pain and injuries and struggles. O oh Allah, our brother and sister who have recently had major surgeries. Our elder pioneers in the city, in our communities who are ill, who are suffering from cancer and other illnesses. Allah, all of those who are ill, who are injured, O oh Allah, you are the cure and the healer. O oh Allah, please grant them all a speedy and complete recovery and grant them health, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O oh Allah, please grant relief to all of our brothers and sisters all around the world, especially those who have who have suffered or suffering from uh, through recent tragedies, uh, such as in Lebanon, in Sudan, in Pakistan, and many other places. O oh Allah, please remove their pain and repair their losses, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allahumma Allahum khfir li jamia al muslimin. al shahidu laka bil ولنبيك بالرسالة وماتوا على ذلك اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وعافهم واعفوا عنهم واكرم نزلههم ووسع مطقلهم واصلهم بالماء والثلج والبرد ونقهم كما ينقذ الثوب الأبيض من الدنس اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهم لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم أنت ربنا لا إله إلا أنت خلقتنا ونحن عبيدك ونحن على عهدك ووعدك مستطعنا نعوذ بك من شر ما صنعنا نبوغ لك بنعمتك علينا ونبوغ بذنوبنا فاكفر لنا إنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت اللهم ربنا آتنا في جنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم إنا نسألك مجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك الغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل هم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم علينا لباس الصحة والعافيه واجعلها عونا لنا على طاعتك ورضاتك يا رحم الراحمين اللهم اجعلنا من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ومن كل بلاء عافيه اللهم امن رعايتنا واستر عوراتنا واصلح واحسن خواتمنا وحفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلفنا وعن أيمالنا وعن شماهلنا ومن فوقنا يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من قلب لا يخشى ودعاء لا يسمع ومن نفسنا تشبع ومن علم لا ينفع يا a man اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وتحول man who is a وجميع سخطك يا man who is اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن man والكسل والبخل والجبن who is a وغلبة الرجال اللهم man بحلالك عن حرامك who is بفضلك man who is a man who is Allah, whom our Haman in Takala Minhomila Rahmatik, I am Rahim. Allah, whom I am Zil Homans and Mubarak and Yar of Baladameen. Allah, whom I bear al in Mosin and Ladina in Fukuna, who may be to her a logical Karim Yar of Baladameen. Allah, whom I feel an hourly Ladina Sabakuna Biliman, while I have to jump for Lubina, Villa Ladina Aman or Bana Hina Kara Ufur Rahim. Allah, whom a Harriel Massuni and Moglumin, who Muslimin, I am Rahimin. Allah, whom I is the Islam of Muslimin. Allah, whom I live by ووحد صفوفهم اصلح قادتهم وجمع كلمتهم على يا رب العالمين اللهم حرر فلسطين والمسجد الاقصى يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ وانصر اخواننا في كل مكان خصوصا في برما وفي فلسطين وفي الصين وفي كشمير وفي الهند وفي سريلانكا وفي سوريا وفي العراق وفي اليمن وفي الصومال وفي افغانستان وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان my propri- pic- кол- uh brothers and sisters? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from us all, those who are at home, please go ahead and offer four of our prayer. Those who are registered for Friday prayers, please come at your